Hello you guys and welcome back to Writing After Dark. My name is Rachel and I am super excited to be giving you guys today's episode, which as you read by the title, it is going to be the review for All the Bright Places. I have not seen the novel, not the novel, I have not seen the movies, but I did read the novel and I finished it, I think it was last weekend, I just completely forgot to do an episode on Saturday last week. I think it was just, I think I was sick that day. I just wasn't feeling good, but I did finish that book around that time. Yesterday, I just forgot to do an episode, but today is Sunday, so I'm just going to be doing it today just to give it to you guys so you guys can have that episode. But yeah, so starting off with some news for today, um, definitely go follow my Instagram and my YouTube. The links will be in the description for this episode as well as the bio for this episode um, or the bio for this podcast. I did do a novel title change. So the last episode I did was talking about the meaning behind my novel The Day Heaven Fell. But I decided to change the novel a couple days ago to No Longer Free. I think it fits it. I decided to do that after I read All the Bright Places just because I wanted a novel that really did portray mental health. Um, my book, I read, I started doing my novel No Longer Free way before I even read All the Bright Places. I've been planning this book out for a couple of years now. Um, but I did get the motivation for that book from 13 Reasons Why, so that novel kind of gave in a little bit for the book, but I mean, I just wanted to let you guys know that The Day Heaven Fell changed to No Longer Free, so there's that. If I do do another episode on that, it will probably, um, I will probably make that reminder that hey, it's changed. And also, this episode is going to contain a ton of spoilers, so if you have not read All the Bright Places um, and you are thinking on doing that, I would definitely skip and come back to this episode once you've finished. This is just going to be my overall review on this book, um, all my thoughts and opinions on it. Just saying my opinion, just take it with a grain of salt. Some people might like another book while other people hate it. A book that I'm going to be doing um, the next book review that I'm going to be doing is going to be, um, It Ends With Us from Colleen Hoover, and a lot of people either really, really like it or really, really hate it, and so I just want to give my honest opinion without setting those type of boundaries. I just want to give my honest review on all the right places, what I genuinely thought about it, without everybody just taking it with everything they have in them. Just take it with a grain of salt. It is just my opinion. But with that said, I'm going to start the episode. So I read All the Bright Places. It took me like a month to read it simply because I was just busy, didn't have a lot of time. But I, first off, this book is definitely worth a TikTok hype. I bought it because it was one of those TikTok books that everybody was reading. So I was like, I'm just going to get it which was kind of the same thing that happened with the day, um, with, what's it called? It ends with us. Um, so I decided to get it too, just because everyone was reading it. 
But I do want to honestly say that All the Bright Places is definitely worth the TikTok hype more than I thought it would be because a lot of TikTok books are either not good or they're overhyped. And I definitely think that All the Bright Places is not overhyped to an extent. Like, I definitely love the aspect of this book. It was definitely one of the best, like, young adult books that I've read. I usually don't read young adult, but this one was really, really good. I really enjoyed it a lot. But one thing that I definitely noticed was that I never really cry when I read books, and this book literally made me, like, depressed after reading it, which is really weird because it's a young adult book. It's... Sometimes I feel like it doesn't really take it quote-unquote seriously just because it's young adult, but it definitely did make me cry. Um, it was definitely one of the things that I noticed right off the bat when reading this book was that it was a little bit concerning that Violet and Finch were both 17 having sex. I think that was a little bit concerning, um, but... I think it just adds on to everything like they were just having sex a lot and they're 17 like hello if I were a little bit older like I'm 18 but if I were older reading this book I think it'd be a little bit more concerning but I mean I get it now there was also another thing where whenever Finch like before I even say that part the big part that really really stuck. I definitely thought that the way Violet and Finch met was a little bit weird, both on the, the bell tower ledge trying to kill themselves, you know, but then they started really getting to know each other. Um, I definitely did notice that over the span of the whole novel, Finch definitely changed a lot right before he killed himself because he at the beginning of the novel he was just very like chill he was very um extroverted trying to find himself he was going through like badass finch um he was just going through different like versions of himself i think it was one of them was like 80s finch he was going through different variations of himself trying to find himself trying to figure out which version of himself violet liked more but then as the novel goes on and these people keep being rude to him, he obviously gets into fights with them because they keep calling him a freak. They keep on bullying him. Um, but then as the novel progresses, he takes it. He doesn't fight back anymore. He ends up getting even more depressed. I think he killed himself like a couple days before or not before, a couple days after his birthday. And he was definitely acting a lot stranger, and I kind of felt like I knew where this was going to go. Because he was living in his closet, he rearranged his room, he was just going through all of these spells with his life. And... It was crazy. He was not feeling himself. He was just... It was bad. He goes missing, but he does leave a note in kind of a clever way, honestly, if I'm going to be honest. It was a very clever way. Um, 
but then they found out that he died by drowning, which, in my opinion, I think that surprised Violet just because he is really good at staying underwater for a really long time, and so he just died, and they don't know if it was suicide, but she thinks it was just because his mental health was really bad the last time she saw him. But, in my opinion, I feel like a lot of people don't really like to read a lot about mental health, about suicide, depression, anything. I feel like nobody really likes to read that because it is such a sensitive topic. But, I definitely think a lot of people should definitely read All the Bright Places or at least watch the movie. Um, because it was really good. It really, really was. I really recommend it. And I feel like a lot of books also don't really portray mental health properly or, um, anything like that. Usually with romance involved, it's usually a happy ending or else it's not considered romance. This book definitely did have aspects of romance, but... I think it leaned more towards tragic romance just because he did end up killing himself, which is the reality of mental health. When you're battling with depression and all of these suicidal tendencies, you will end up eventually um, feeling that, that way, thinking that killing yourself is the only way, but he definitely um, did that, which I was kind of, it made me sad. But I was kind of glad it happened, just because with mental health and you're battling with suicidal thoughts, it's not guaranteed that the person that you love the most, in Finch's case, he loved Violet the most, you feel like they're not going to help you. You feel like they aren't really there. And so, despite how much he loved her, he still killed himself anyway which is the reality of depression and mental health. You just feel like that's the only way, no matter how much you love a person, you will still feel that way. You, not guaranteed, but you will end up doing that. Um, so I definitely think that it was portrayed very well, very accurately, because again, if you're feeling suicidal, chances are you're going to kill yourself. There's no way that somebody can fix that. And he was seeing a therapist, not a therapist, a counsel, his counselor. He was talking to his counselor about it. And he just felt so alone. There were times where he felt like calling his counselor and telling him what was going on, but he bubbled it up. And I definitely think that that is the reality of mental health. Um, I'm, it's kind of hard to explain what I'm trying to get across. I just think that I don't know how to explain it, but I think where um, he didn't really seek help, he didn't really talk to anybody, he just kind of went missing and then killed himself, is the reality, sadly, of mental health. I think he just thought that no matter how much, or like, he probably felt like there was no hope for him, and so he ended up killing himself. Which, like I said, is the truth, is the, the sad reality of mental health. But I definitely do think that this book portrayed that accurately. Because not all mental health ends with a happy ending. I'm just gonna come out and say that. Not all mental health comes out with a happy ending. Like, depression, 
can't necessarily be cured by talking to somebody. Can't necessarily be cured with therapy. You know, like, usually that's with medication. It doesn't just go away. And this is coming from a psychologist's perspective. I am going to be majoring in psychology, so I'm in a psychology class right now. So this is coming from a psychology perspective. But just overall, this book definitely did portray a lot of mental health accurately. And Violet was also going through a lot with her, um, her sister Eleanor's death. And then she ended up losing Finch, too. But I definitely also think that they were doing their project, trying to see all of their hometown, Indiana, um, for a project. And I definitely think that when he did kill himself during the project, he didn't just leave her with the project. He gave these sentimental things to her that he left at these locations and I think that definitely added to Violet's feelings for him. And now he's gone, and it's like, it's crazy. It really is. But I definitely think it was sweet that he did think about her. He did leave those things for her. Um, it was definitely finding out that he killed himself, which again, coming from a psychologist's perspective, I could see it coming. But... I saw it and I was like, I know he's going to kill himself because he's literally living in his closet for one. He's just not acting like himself. But to Violet, she thinks that he is acting like himself. But you can put on a mask and it you fool everybody. But yeah, I definitely would give this book a 5 out of 5. I would definitely recommend it to anybody who wants to read a book on mental health, who really wants to read it. This one is the one that I definitely, definitely, definitely recommend checking out. It is definitely worth the read. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching. I just wanted to give my honest opinion on this novel and how I felt about it. This is a gentle gentle reminder to go follow my Instagram and my YouTube. The links are, like I said, in the description and in the bio for this podcast. Um, but yeah, thank you guys so much for watching and I will see you guys next week.